Welcome back to Writing Fright Podcast. I am your host and fellow author, Tanner Rutledge. Might sound a little weird. I just uh, set up the studio in the new place, and I'm still dialing in the acoustics. Also, I've got a little something going on, um, so sorry if there's mouth breathing or I sound a little wheezy. We'll get through it. (laughs) All right, today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about writing distracted. But first, if you haven't already, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Slasher, and Twitch at Writing Fright. I'll have some Write With Me sessions starting at the first of the year. I am not doing the live stuff until after the first of the year. Just trying to get through the holidays and uh, and still be able to write and, and get some stuff done. So I will be holding off on the lives, but definitely check that. I have some reels. I have some things that I'm posting, especially Facebook, Instagram, and Slasher. To, uh, to help out writers, to um, kind of show you guys where we are and connect uh, a couple of different ways. So something fun that I'm doing there. So this uh, this episode, I'm talking about writing distracted. So if you, uh, if you follow me on Facebook, you saw a real uh, a little video that I did on that where I showed my, uh, my setup here. The old advice, and I'm not really sure if it's good advice or maybe it is at certain times in your life. But we've all heard the adage of, if you want to get something done, lock yourself in a room, lock the door, sit down and get to your writing. And for most of us, I feel like that's just not a reality. It's not how it works. And I, it's, it's something that if you let it, it will absolutely destroy your productivity. But if you're able to stay on top of it by learning a few new skills, learning how to block things out putting yourself in as good of an environment as you can, I think it's something that you can get past. And I I do have a story to go along with this, actually from last Christmas. I have been pretty lucky with guarding my writing time. I mean, I say lucky, but in the beginning, it was a huge struggle. Uh, And I I feel like it's that way for a lot of people that get into writing. They're, um, you know, your family, friends, they they don't understand why you're not coming out. They don't understand why you're not hanging out. And especially in the beginning, it was a really big deal the amount of time that I was taking to write a week because I was I was hitting at least an hour a night. Uh, and then I was doing eight to ten hours of writing on the weekends. And, uh, I mean, it really took its toll. And now I, I probably do about 15 hours a week writing. So, like, uh, I try to hit maybe an hour a night, uh, a couple hours on the weekend, and it's it's not always together, but but that's what I try to do. And I don't always write every day, but I try to keep that uh, treat it kind of like a part time job. So that was a that was a big change when I started doing this. My um, my partner when she she and I got together, I was an investigator, so I mean she was used to the the time that I spent doing that. But having me actually in the house and not being available was. Uh, it was a it was a big hit to our relationship. It caused a lot of friction uh, until we we got through it. And I think one of the big helps was that I I didn't have to lock the door. Um. So when when I started, when I got jostled and knocked out of what I call writer mode, it's where you're you're in a state of flow. You're in the story. You know you look. You look around you and you can see the scene that you're writing in 
or when you're when you're writing these characters you can hear their voices you can you can see what they're doing and and the act of writing becomes very interactive and it's a it's a state that I used to really really struggle to get to where I was just flowing in the story and when you get bumped out of it it's hard to get back but it's not really like that anymore looking back on it I think I'll have an easier time explaining it than I would have at the time because at the time I didn't really realize that I was doing this. Um, it just became apparent that with my busy schedule and needing to be available to family, I couldn't just lock the door and lock everybody out for an hour or for four hours on the weekends and, and go to town on my work. I needed to be available to them. And there were times where we were traveling to her uh, her father's house or we were doing um christmas or something or or some sort of thing happened around the house where i just wasn't able to sit in an office and i i got my words in just i would get my laptop and sit on the couch and finn's playing in the floor Kristen or dad are watching tv and i'm i'm busting out three thousand words on my laptop uh it, it took a while to get there but i think one of the biggest things was being able to get into that state of flow super fast. And I did that by doing writing sprints. Um, when I do writing sprints, I prefer to be by myself because I can just slide into the work so easy. But after, I don't know, about a year of doing those. So I started doing 10 minute sprints, uh, moved up to 30 minute sprints, 60 minute sprints. And I don't really go beyond 60 minutes. So I'll, I'll, that's that's kind of the max amount of time to keep me focused um but it's uh, it's weird it's kind of like pavlov's dog uh you ring the bell the mouth starts watering um when my timer started i just went right into story um so that's that's what i do now it doesn't matter if i'm working on a story uh if i'm writing an article if i'm writing some sort of content for someone's social media or if I'm writing content for like a sales campaign or an ad campaign or something, uh, I, I do the same thing. I, I always set that little timer and just go to town because I, I get into into the role so so quickly so quickly or into the story so quickly. So, so that's that's something that really helped, and I talk about it a lot, uh, but I haven't really gotten into why and and why it's so important to to get to your story quickly. I don't have a lot of time. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's the big reason. So like when I sit down and I say I have an hour to write, I have 60 minutes to write and I need to go as, as quick as I can. So I'll set six back to back 10 minute sprints or two 30 minute sprints or one 60 minute sprint if I know I'm not going to be interrupted. Um, but those 10 minute sprints allow me to, to be interrupted. And it was at first, I guess, kind of, uh, a concession or a compromise, because not only for me getting into writing, but my it gave windows for like Kristen to come in or windows for Finn to come in or for me to get up and do other things because I could write super focused for 10 minutes, get up, take care of business, come back, get super focused for 10 more minutes, and then get up and go back. And that turned into me getting into the story and writing like crazy being interrupted, getting up, going to do stuff, coming back and getting right back into the story, even without doing a sprint. So I think that was one way that I just kind of conditioned myself and uh, beat my muse into submission 
to be able to do that. And it's, it's really helped to finish works, not just uh, the book that I'm working on, but to finish a, a ton of short stories that I never would have done because I kept getting pulled out of, of what I was doing to handle, you know, this, that, or the other. And then just being able to come back, sit down and get right back into the story. Um, one of my favorite instances, uh, instances of this was last Christmas. I was at uh, Kristen's or the Christmas before last one of the Christmases past. I was at Kristen's dad's house and uh, we were celebrating the holidays. I was sitting on the couch and uh, they were watching a movie together. Finn was being super loud and playing and and, and doing stuff. And I knocked out like 3,000 words just on the couch. And not just 3,000 words, 3,000 words of of stuff that didn't need a whole lot of editing. um, And that actually ended up staying as of now in the in the final draft. So I was I was super pleased with that. And and like that was the moment that I realized that I don't need to lock myself in a writer's room. I don't need to be alone to write. I can do this anywhere. And uh, there's a, a podcast that I used to listen to called Alone in a Room with Invisible People with uh, Holly Lyle and uh, her daughter um, R.M. Gallardo. I hope I said that right. She's been on the show before. Um, fantastic authors and uh, were a huge help to me when I first started. But she had told stories about writing in a notebook when she's waiting in line to uh, to pick her kids up from school. And that was her sprint. She uh, she would show up early, sit down, and just write in a notebook uh, while she's waiting on her kids. And, you know, I have my laptop with me. I'll uh, I'll keep it in the car. And uh, personal when I was uh, personal training in a gym, I would I would go back to the break room, pop my laptop out, and I had 30 minutes in between sessions, and I would knock out as much as I could in 30 minutes, and then go train somebody, have a 15-minute break in between those sessions, write a bunch of stuff, do two or three sessions back-to-back, and then have an hour for lunch, and I would eat something, and then go right back into writing. And, uh, and being able to do that in a super loud, like, bang-and-clang gym, that was, that was incredibly helpful. So if you're having trouble finishing your work, if you're having trouble focusing, try the 10-minute sprints and really push yourself to get into it. And um, do it in a coffee shop. So if this is something that you're wanting to develop, that is something that is a, a problem for you, when I first started, it was. I couldn't do that when I first started writing. I would get so distracted by everything and my focus would be split between wanting to look at everything until I really started doing the sprints and hyper-focusing on what I was writing and slipping into the story and into the world uh, to the point that I just blacked out everything, every noise around me. Um, I couldn't do it. And it was the the 10-minute sprints that got me there. Um, I started, uh, and this is something that worked for me, I started writing in coffee shops, and I noticed that uh, my focus was a little bit split, so that's when I started really, really, really focusing on the sprints, and it just grew from there, out of necessity. I I didn't do this purposefully. This isn't a skill, or this isn't something that I worked on. Like, I didn't know I was doing it, and uh, but looking back on it, uh, and talking to other writers, it's something that became a very, very valuable skill, and that is, it doesn't matter where I am, or what I'm doing, I can crack open my laptop, sit down, and just get in the flow, 
and start writing. So all the little tips and tricks that I've talked about up until now, um, doing little vignettes, like if you're having trouble getting into the story, just start with an info dump and like hit your timer, start describing the sky and the trees and all the BS that's not going to make it into the book and you will get around to the action and, uh, and get into the scene. Um, now when I do that, I might do that for one or two paragraphs, maybe, maybe like I'll say four to eight lines. Uh, and then I'm right into the story. Now I, I got a full page of just describing a small town in the haint, which actually ended up being good because I haven't, I, I didn't really get into detail uh, until that part of the book on the town, which needs to happen earlier. But I mean, that little exercise ended up getting me into what I was doing, uh, but also provided me some, some value because I was able to take that description pepper it through the story, uh, and then also use it to, uh, to guide some of the action because at the time, uh, you know, I say at the time, but I'm thinking about putting it back in because I, I found a way that works and I really like that. Um, having the two storylines converge, uh, it was really, really helpful, um, just to get an idea of, uh, uh, topo uh, topography. I think I said that right. And, uh, just the layout of the town, the mountains, the hills, the trees, because we had, you know, a lot going on, people running through the forest, people running through the town, and um, trying to get Dylan and Mercedes in the same place at the same time where they needed to be. Um, but yeah, I mean, that came from me just going at it and uh, and sitting down and writing just a quick, quick little descriptors. I say quick, but descriptors uh, to get into into the story and into the flow, and doing that doing the 10-minute sprints, being around people, making myself be around people in the coffee shops. Um, and then out of necessity, riding around my family and riding around people while they're talking, while they're doing stuff, while there's a bunch going on that, that could distract me, staying focused in the story. Uh, it's one of the best skills I, I think I've developed as an author so far. Um, but anyway, about 15 minutes, not bad for this episode. Just to recap, um, if you have distractions, if you have trouble getting alone time to write, do the 10-minute sprints and really, really focus on getting into your story and blacking out everything around you. Go write in coffee shops and practice blacking things out. And then just put yourself in situations where you're around people because it's going to happen anyway and you'll get so many more words in for the week if you're able to do this. Also, your family's going to appreciate the time with you. And what was weird that happened out of this is they are a lot more respectful as my time as a writer because they've actually seen me doing it and they see how focused I am on it. So again, that was a nice little extra, you know, some icing on the cake uh, toward uh, toward getting into writing. So. Anyway, thank you all so much for listening. Again, if you haven't already, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You get all the updates. Uh, I do have some interviews coming soon. Trying to get uh, trying to get a publisher on the show along with uh, an agent and editor to talk to you guys about uh, those stages of writing and the process. And uh, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Slasher, and Twitch at Writing Fright. So you're always up to date on what's going on. You're there for the live rights and uh, some of the live Q&A stuff that we're going to be doing. And uh, until next week, 
keep enjoying the process.